Welcome to this episode of 10 by 10, which is brought to you by the Department of Business and Innovation at Bucks County Community College, hosted by Dean Tracy Timby. Welcome to the 10 by 10 podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Timby, Dean of the Department of Business and Innovation. And today I have with me Tiffany Durstein, and Tiffany is in her last semester here at Bucks, and she's a liberal arts major. Welcome, Tiffany. Hello, thank you for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, so we're telling Bucks stories, and I know you have you have a really um, courageous story to share. So what would you say um, was the greatest trial you've ever endured? Well, throughout my life, I would say the greatest trial I've ever endured was definitely the double brain aneurysm that I had when I was nine years old in 2007. I'll never forget. I went to Jam Grass Elementary School and I remember I had the worst headache that day. I had some headaches and nosebleeds uh, when I was little, but nothing drastic. So it was so sudden and so unexpected. But basically when I was at in my cafeteria that day, I remember I was sitting there and I was so nauseous. My head was beating and I just started spinning. I was so dizzy. Mm -hmm. I fell backwards, slammed my head on the ground and I was just, just in complete shock. I was crying uncontrollably. I had no idea what was going on. So then some of the lunch moms came over, my principal, the nurse came over, picked me up, brought me to the nurse's office. And basically, I very briefly remember my, I, like I said, I was very blurry in just tremendous pain. That so then so when we were at the nurses, in the nurse's office then, when I was laying in bed, I remember my third grade teacher, who I still absolutely adore, she she asked me, she's like, Tiffany, like, what's your name? Where are you? Then she started having me say my ABCs. Well, I got to E threw up and I was done. Like I was so, so far gone. And actually the nurse was thought I was going to have, that I was having a heat stroke. So she was waiting for me to wake up little did she know I would have never woken up. Right. So basically my principal, thank God, he actually called 911 then sent me from the ambulance sent me to Grandview from Grandview. Then they took me in a helicopter to chop. And little did I know when I came to chop, I had two major brain surgeries. And then after the two surgeries, I was in a coma for two weeks and they never thought I would walk or talk again. They had no idea if I would wake up or anything. Well, after the two weeks, Oh, I had staples and screws. I was a complete mess. I have, I can't even imagine how, how terrible I look, but little bit when I was laying in bed, my dad, I don't remember any of this, but my dad was there. And like I said, I could barely talk. He could make out what I was saying. And I just said, I'm like, daddy, where am I? <laughs> and then eventually I'm like, he tell, he tried to explain this to me and he carried me to the bathroom and I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, can we go home? <laughs> Little did I know that I was going to be at shop. It happened on October 15th, 2007. And that I was at shop. I was an inpatient. I was, I had inpatient therapy up until new year's Eve. And then after New Year's Eve, I still had outpatient therapy as well until 
March or April. And so I had to relearn everything. I couldn't walk or talk. I had years and years of occupational, physical, speech therapy, everything you could think of. But I am, my life is truly a miracle. And I'm so blessed to be alive, even if because of my aneurysm, I'm still paralyzed on my right side. Thank God I can still walk. And Obviously, I can talk as anybody else would say in my life. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's because of my, it's definitely been a challenge at times, obviously being paralyzed on my right side and my vision is very bad. My peripheral vision that um, prohibits me from driving, unfortunately, but I just want to live every day and just thank God that I'm alive. I'm so fortunate. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really, really scary. And challenging not only physically i'm sure but emotionally for a third grader to be um in the hospital for that long and trying to understand why you everything's changed right i'm sure it was very shocking it was beyond shocking and i had no idea like you think when you're nine years old you never think like oh my word I'm dying right now like I had no idea what I what I just got myself into what was about to begin but it's job took very good care of me and like I said that when I went back to school then um I actually it was my third grade year well at JM Grass they told me that basically if I would stay at JM Grass I would have to go all the way back to the first grade because that was my learning level mm-hmm. but Thankfully, I actually went to West Rock Hill Elementary for one year and I was in the life skills program. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't write my name, didn't know the weather, nothing. Like I learned everything over again. And then thankfully, I was able to build myself back up at West Rock Hill. And I went back to grass my fifth grade year because I was determined. Like I was, no one was going to stop me. I had such courage and determination, even for when you were a child. And so it sounds like you've had, you know, quite the journey. Who would you say influenced you the most and and how did they influence you? Well, I've been so blessed with so many influences in my life, truly, especially my just to name a few, my nurses at, Ch- at CHOP were beyond compassionate and kind to me. My Penridge teachers made a huge impact. My professors at Bucks, big shout out to my advisor, Rodney at Bucks. He's been a huge support for me. But above all else, when I had that aneurysm, of course, I was blessed that my dad and sister were there every step of the way. But above all else, my grandma was my pride and joy because my parents were divorced right before my aneurysm when I was seven or eight. And they were just, it was a very dysfunctional childhood that I had. But my grandma was my rock. Like she never left my side. She was a beautiful child of God, so loving, so supportive in every way. And she had a rough childhood of her own with her own parents and she had to grow up way too fast but she wouldn't regardless of everything she's been through she even lost the love of her life my grandfather when I was five years old like she went through so much trial and tribulation but she was always the first one 
to be there for me through thick and thin, through my years of anxiety and depression, because obviously having to live a life in this whole new body, like I had no idea what was going on. My whole life was turned upside down. I was just totally just so shook up. And but my grandma was the one consistent, caring just devoted person in my life who wasn't going to walk away. And unfortunately, I only got to spend 13 years with her. She passed away from cancer when I was 13. And I went through a very dark time losing her because like I said, she was she was my greatest cheerleader. She was such an unconditional lover, regardless of everything I put her through. Cause I'll be honest, I took a lot of my anger out, a lot of my frustration out on her about my parents, about my aneurysm, about everything. But she was just so faithful and just so empathetic. And she was courageous beyond belief. So she was definitely my greatest influence. And I continue to live every day just to make her proud. And I just, I definitely have gotten my resilience from her and she deserves all the credit. <laughs> well, you, you might deserve a little, a little bit. Okay, I'll take a little bit. <laughs> it does sound like you draw, you draw a lot of your, your strength um, and your resilience from her and you know she she was the person you needed at the time and I you know I do believe that those people are in our lives and you know it's the person you can like you said you you can take whatever out on them and they can still stand up to it and they can still be there for you. Definitely. And I was even growing up for so long because of my parents' dysfunction and then with my aneurysm, like this was before I really was dedicated to my faith or anything in Christianity. So I was just so angry and so bitter. And like I would of course, in school, I was, I was still the perfectionist that I am. So I would put this good face on that. Oh yeah, everything's okay. But my grandma was the one person I could be totally vulnerable and honest with. And she knew exactly what I was going through. And regardless of everything, the pain that we've gone through as a family, she planted those little seeds Mm -hmm. in me, in my heart that unfortunately didn't start blossoming till really after she passed away. Cause now I'm just like, I want to live every day. Like my last, I want to be an inspiration to others. I want to love others the way that grandma loved me. And I so wish she was here and I could show her this, but I trust that she's watching over me. But I just think she was planting those seeds regardless. She was a quiet, just kind soul. And she was just the peace within me. And I'm just so thankful to have that peace today. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that sounds like the perfect message uh, to end this episode on because we could all use more people um, like you who are, you know, willing to share what they've been through and how they've overcome and, and acknowledge those people that were, were there for them, um, when they needed, they needed it the most. So thank you so much much for telling your book story. Absolutely. My pleasure. Just keep on shining your light for the world because every day is a blessing and I am just so fortunate to be alive and we just have to be empathetic and kind to one another and just spread the the love of God and know that we're here for a reason. We have a purpose and I'm just here to, to shine, shine the light. (laughs) 
Exactly. Thank you so much. And congratulations on, on finishing this semester. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, it's my, my pleasure. It's been an awesome ride. <laughs> I'll miss it. I'll definitely miss it. But I'm, I've learned a lot. I met a lot of awesome people. This concludes this episode of 10 by 10. We invite you to listen and share our other episodes. 10 by 10 is presented by the Department of Business and Innovation at Bucks County Community College.